Hello, my little goblins and ghouls. Welcome to Wizards Gone Wild, the podcast where we are playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Thanks for joining us. This is episode one. Before we get started, I'm just going to play you a quick little expositional, super serious, totally didn't steal this from Lord of the Rings, world building intro. Okay, here we go. Many centuries ago, during the golden age of magic, a powerful wizard was born. His arcane prowess was unrivaled, but his thirst for knowledge turned to obsession as he delved into dark magic, intoxicated by it, until it consumed him and he was reborn as the Dark Lord Arcano. He opened the portal to the Shadowlands and darkness spilled out across the world. The Great War was fought, demons leading armies of the undead, thousands lost their lives, and the race of elves was all but extinguished. The founders of magic, the great wizards, elven brothers and sisters, used the ancient Rubicon stones to create a great weapon and drove the scourge away. Lord Arcano was destroyed, the gateway was sealed, and the world returned to normal for a time. But the stone's power had been revealed and many had been watching. So the great wizards hid the stones to keep them from those that would use their power to further their own greed and ambitions. And through time they fell into myth and were all but forgotten. But now another evil is growing. Whispers of a shadow that threatens to cast its veil across all that is good and green in the world. An hour of reckoning approaches. Will the weapon be remade? Will the prophecies come true? Will our last great hope answer the call? Find the stones and save the world. Let's meet our heroes. Marlin Silverhand, brave and proud warrior dwarf, eldest son of the world-famous Silverhand blacksmiths of the cavernous Rotania Mountains is how his dad, Jagrin Silverhand, would expect him to be introduced. But Marlin's just a chilled, dorky dwarf who wants to explore the world and make a lot of friends along the way. He once saw some wizard doing some wizardry things and swarmed by hot babes. So he decided to leave home and sign up for wizard school. He majors in conjuration, minors in evocation, mostly for himself, but also partially to piss off his dad. Marlin Silverhand, wandering, wandering warrior wizard with a weakness for puns. Sheila Tuffin, 48-year-old human, mature, wizard student studying abjuration evocation, bold, brave, and sometimes a total Karen. Loves a muscular man, a bargain at the local market, and getting litty on the titty at parties. Hailing from the Silver Coast, home of the Big Ore, Sheila left her two teenage boys and fully-aged husband at home to follow her dreams of becoming a fully-fledged wizard. Huzzah! Elevere Drake, the half-elf mage majoring in transmutation with a minor in necromancy. He comes from a hamlet in the mountains of Khazarain, where at a young age he overthrew the headmaster of his wizard elementary school. He values fairness, equality, and openness. He seeks to overthrow any who abuse their power and has a distrust of anyone who claims authority over him or others. Elevere dreams of vanquishing a tyrannical deity may be one of the lesser gods to start. 
All right, time to start the show. Three wizards trying to have a good time on a spring break mission to keep the buzz alive. Stumbling on a quest they didn't want to find, making friends and enemies on a dime. Do you know where you are? You're in the Fey, baby. And it's time to get wild. Welcome, everyone, to our first session of the Wizards Gone Wild podcast. My name is David Guthrie. I am your DM. With me, I have Jake Michaels. Yo, 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 what's up? It's Jake Michaels. Ebba Carter. Hello, hello. And Paul Yen. Hey, everybody. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. R. Kelly. How's everyone feeling? <laughs> Let's not start. Let's not talk R. about R. Kelly. Oh, Cut Jesus. that. Let's begin with R. Kelly. He's in a laboratory making potions. <laughs> I murder him. <laughs> Roll to attack. Um, all right. We begin our adventure on a Friday afternoon in April in a magical land known as the Feywild. The Feywild is an alternate plane of existence, a land full of fairies, pixies, and fantastical creatures of all shapes and sizes. The camera zooms across a rainbow-colored wildscape, large, dense, multicolored forests of blue and purple and pink. We fly across a bubbling marsh, steaming. A bird flies over and instantly dies and falls into the marsh. We continue on across a lake of mirrored glass, approaching an upside-down waterfall where the water is shooting up from the lake, seemingly defying gravity. We fly up the waterfall and down the raging witter, ridder, and down the raging ridder, the ridder. It is a John Ridder just stretched out across. That makes Three's sense company. The John, <laughs> yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. There's a very angry John Ridder standing at the, the along the- John Ridder? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> John Ritter. Oh my gosh. You know R. Kelly, but not John Ritter. I don't know that is. It's fine. Um, Kick her off the podcast. (laughs) It's better. Look up, uh, go to threescompany.org. Listener, do not go to threescompany.org. That is a nonprofit you do not want to support. Yeah, it's You have to be 18 or older. Exactly. We rage, we rage, we zoom along the raging river where schools of fish are swimming just above the surface of the water. Alongside its banks, a frog is jumping on mushroom heads, making the sound of bongo drums as it leaps from mushroom top to mushroom top. We turn a sharp left and follow a dirt road until we come across a giant red snail making its way along the path. As we get closer to the snail, we see that inside the shell are passengers sitting comfortably on benches, four passengers to be exact, a human, a dwarf, and two half-elves. These are wizard students at the Hornbeam Academy of Magical Arts, and they are on vacation, and this is spring bake. Break. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, probably should have practiced yeah, this first. Right. Spring bake off? Do you need to like have a little warm up session? I need to have this bigger. This is a problem. <laughs> like uh, spring bake. <laughs> it's British bake off, Faye Wild edition. What are you guys making today? I'm making an apple turnover. <laughs> okay, beautiful. What are you making? 
Chocolate chip cookies. Just oh, classic. 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 What are you making? I mean, I could not read the room and I brought escargot and I feel <laughs> awful because we're inside a snail. You're terrible. I just, yeah. It didn't want to give you a ride at first. No. I, in fact, I hid the platter. I was like, oh my God, this is the worst. I didn't realize where we'd be. Uh, so this is a, an, a Friday in the middle of April? Yep. Spring break. And spring bake. I love that waterfalls go upside down, but we still follow a seven-day week here. <laughs> yes. Well, you guys are in another plane of existence. You've traveled here okay. from the normal world. Love it. To go on vacation for spring break. Yeah. Now, okay. you're on your way to your destination, which is the legendary rock and roll hotel called the Paragon. Ooh. So you're traveling on this dirt path. Immediately you notice the smell in the air. There's, a, it's like a smell of maple syrup and coffee. And then, delicious. And then one second it sw switches and now, and you smell lavender and vanilla and oranges. It's like a, it's like a symphony of smells. Um, the sun is perpetually setting in the same spot. Beautiful. In the Feywild, the sun doesn't move. It just, the, the colors change and oh. it, night kind of looks, um, so, like a soft glow. It's oh. called the land of the eternal magic hour. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Did oh. you write that? Just now. Amazing. God, you're smart. Why don't we start by describing the characters inside this snail? <laughs> okay, well, hi. Um, I'm Sheila. Sheila Tuffin, nice to meet you. Um, so I have a lovely full denim romper on. Very nice, like a nice little belt just snatches the waist in a lovely way. Um, I've got my nice sketches on, you know, I love a pair of sketches. They're just so comfy. And I have uh, lovely blonde locks, uh, quite short. I've got a pair of glasses on. My, my makeup looks, you know, I like a bit of blue shadow on my eyes and I like a bit of lip color. So that's kind of what I look like. And I'm, I'm a human. I identify as a human. Nice to meet you. I'm Sheila. Okay, that's it for me. And what are you? What's Sheila doing while you guys are traveling? Oh, I, I am. I'm taking in the view. I'm taking in the vibes. I'm taking in the view. I am just. I'm getting excited about what's going to happen today. Are we? We're inside the shell of the snail. Yeah. And there's like a little. Uh, there's a crack, Jake. <laughs> there's. There's, Are we gooey? There's like a bench that goes yeah, around. Like a gondola kind of. Yeah, like a yeah. gondola. You're inside Great of a, a gondola-shaped shell. And what do you? What, what else do you got? What else is Hi. in this? <laughs> what else is in there? We have Elevir Drake, a gangly, bearded young man, half elf. He's got a thick mop of hair that is kind of auburn right now. And he's in his leisure robes, which are wizarding robes, but uh, more casual. Um, he's got a number of pins and stuff up on his lapel. He's 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 a young dude. His his leisure robes are in they're in okay shape. They've they've seen some some wear and tear, and he doesn't clean them as often as he should. He's also at the same time he's he's reading a pamphlet. Okay. And our third passenger is a dwarf. Hey, my name is Marlon in Silverhand. Stand about five feet tall. I've got a big silver beard, long silver hair, braided partially and then tied in the back, but got a bun too. Um, I've got bronze skin. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of metals in this family. <laughs> yeah. What's gold, and baby? Platinumize. <laughs> we're we're we're, gold we're Smith thing specialists. So we Smiths. We, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're the Smiths. <laughs> you know, and I've got on a nice plate of armor. Mm. That's not silver. It's 
bronze. You're wearing, you're wearing a big <laughs> old plate mail right now. You're wearing armor on vacation. <laughs> no, no, I'm no. Not. You could be. No, maybe you well, are. You are now. You said it. You yeah. are wearing. I am. I am. I am. <laughs> maybe it's one of those T-shirts that has like the fake. You know, you get like the fake bikini bodies my, and stuff. My other armor is a robe. Is what it says. Yes. Honestly. No, I like that. I, I'm wearing a T-shirt that has armor. Sweet. On it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Mm. Because I'm like one of those guys who, even when I'm not wearing armor, I want people to know that I have armor. <laughs> yeah. It says over armor on it. <laughs> yes. It's a brand. Um, and uh, yeah, I've got uh, small hoop earrings on each ear. Oh. I'm a rebel. My dad didn't want me to do it, so I did it. <laughs> Don't you dare get small hoop earrings. <laughs> um, and yeah, you know. And that is Marlon Silverhands. Marlon Silverhands. Great. Silver hand. Yeah, I was Silver say, hand. there's no S. Okay. Yeah, that guy's a jerk. <laughs> yeah. All right. The fourth person in the carriage with you <gasps> is a half-elf, and he has long golden locks tied in a ponytail. His name is Bertrand Descartes, and he's a friend of Elevir. The reason you guys are here is because Bertrand's dad works at the Ministry for Extraplanar Affairs, which controls passage through the planes. But Bertrand managed to get you guys four passes to get to the Feywild. And you arrive at your destination, which is the legendary rock and roll hotel called the Paragon. Ooh. As you depart the snail, you see a, just a tiny white cabin the size of like one room. And it's fairly plain inside. You see a sign that says Paragon front desk. And standing behind the desk, is a halfling man who's wearing a leather jacket and has a black and green mohawk. Red. He, he nods at you and waves you forward, and then he says to you, Welcome to the Paragon. Name's Bobby. Bobby Sweetgrass. I'm the concierge. How can I help you, cats? That's a nice name, Bobby. Hi, I'm Sheila. These are my friends. We're just, we're just checking into the hotel. I'm so excited. Oh, rock on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock on to you too. I just need to see your your uh, your reservation. Um, does anyone have the copy of the reservation? Uh, Bertrand steps forward and says, Oh yes, I have them here in my in my portfolio. I've uh, uh, written them and they've been notarized and uh, you'll see that they're quite official. And he hands them to Bobby. Bobby looks over and says, Oh yeah, cool, yeah. That's awesome. Well, Welcome to the Paragon. Have you been here before? No, I no, haven't. No. Oh, you're in for a treat. Um, first thing I need you cats to do is uh, sign in. So uh, just give me your names and uh, I'll uh, note them down here in my book. Okay. Um, so Sheila, capital S, Sheila Tuffin, uh, T-U-F-F-I-N. Right on, right on. How about you? Johnstone. John Stone, oh, yeah. okay. Is that your first name, John? No, it's a, it's a single name, John Stone. John Stone, okay. And, and how about you? Uh, hey, man. My name is Marlon Silverhand. Cool. Yeah. Hey, anybody ever call you uh, Bobby Sweetass? <laughs> oh, you have to ask my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, I wasn't hinting on you. I just wanted to know if people called you Sweetass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People call me sweet ass. Why are you getting weird, man? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Am I getting weird? That's kind of a weird question, I think. What's your girlfriend like? Yeah, what's her name? Oh, she's the best. Uh, she's, a, she's a halfling girl. She's so cool. She's a halfling girl. Do you have, does she have a name? Yeah, her name's Alicia. Alicia. Yeah. Alicia never calls you sweet ass? 
well, in the, in the confines of her, of her boudoir, yeah, she calls me sweet ass. But that's, that's between me and Alicia. What makes her unique? Listen, I'm the concierge here. I'm trying to <laughs> check you guys in. Don't you guys want to go party? You want to ask me about my girlfriend? I mean, I'll tell you all day about my girlfriend. I just wanted one distinct characteristic about her. One distinct characteristic? Maybe that you love. One distinct, not stink. <laughs> Uh, she's uh what does she smell like i need to know she loves to bake oh we That's love to bake distinct. we all brought we all food that we food. baked but yeah. yeah chocolate chip cookies right here buddy apple turnover she, anyone is she gonna be in the competition oh uh, the, ba- the, the, the bake the bake off the bake off let's bring bake off yeah yeah, she's been practicing all week. Great, she's, I'm she's excited to be here. We're gonna ask her about oh, this whole sweet ass wait. situation Alicia, too. Alicia, she yeah. will know. Yeah, that's what she said. She'll know if you have a sweet ass mm-hmm. or not. Uh, oh my god, uh, she checks. He checks the Bertrand in, and then he hands you guys these like bracelets, and he puts you guys uh, puts them on. He says, "All right, now this." Uh, Do we have to put them on? I hold mine. No, you gotta wear it, dude. You can't wear it. You can't party. That's the motto. Oh, I love party. All right, I put mine on. So the way this works is uh, the Paragon is just over by that hill over there. It's covered by a magic force field. You can't see it. But with this bracelet, it gives you access to the hotel. Oh, nice. The bracelet also gives you complimentary... Spa treatments. No, spa treatments are, are extra, but oh. uh, unlimited bar. Oh. Nice. And, and all-you-can-eat snacks. Oh, I love, I love <laughs> snacks. Just uh, there's the spa... You know, you guys can hang out by the spa. We got the infinity pool. We got oh. the uh, party room. Is the infinity pool actually an infinity pool because we're in the Feywild? Or is it just a pool that has no lip? Yeah, super cool. You got to go check it out. I bet it's just a lip thing, huh? It's super cool. Yeah, <laughs> I could tell. It's a lip thing. <laughs> no, man, it's super cool. <laughs> you didn't okay. answer the question. You just said it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that same adjective. Just All right, I got to go. Uh, and Where are you going? This is your desk. <laughs> he just starts scribbling in his book. <laughs> Bye, sweet ass. <laughs> yeah. Bye, sweet bum. <laughs> sweet cheeks. Can't wait to meet Leisha. I think it's Alicia, I believe. Not Leisha. Bobby hands you your uh, room your room key cards and he says, yeah, don't worry about your luggage. I'll, I'll bring it up for you. Go have fun, Do you guys. not have help? There's no bell boys or anything? Why? <laughs> I can just carry them. It's fine. Thanks, Bobby. You're doing a lot here. You're handing key cards out. You're giving orientations and you're carrying bags. I, to be, you know, I would like a little help. Yeah. Okay. I'm I mean, saying. I'm not supposed to talk to customers about this, but yeah, I mean, it would be kind of cool if I had a little bit of help, but the owner, you know, right? runs a tight ship. He, I, I can't say, I can't say more about that, but. Hey, Bobby, no one's listening. It's just us here. Tell us what you want to say. Nah, just have a good time, guys. Have a good time. Any, Bobby, any, I'm looking out for you and I'm going to keep an eye for this owner. You know what? I appreciate, I appreciate you guys. You know what? I appreciate the love. Don't tell anyone I did this. And he hands you like a free breakfast buffet. Oh, <gasps> nice. Oh, Bobby. This is so nice of you. Thank you, sweetheart. Hey, what time are you off, man? You should come hang, party with us. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm off at midnight. What? Awesome. What are your hours? Uh, so he's making you do three jobs. 8 a.m. to midnight. That's oh, my no, God. No, Bobby. Sh- it's a normal shift. It's <laughs> a 16-hour shift. Yeah, okay, I guess it's long. Okay, fine. The owner's a bit of a... Say it. No, it's fine. It's fine. Go have a good time, There's guys. There's no labor rights board in the Feywild, is there? Uh, no. Well, we're going to change that. Oh, of course you're going to change that. All right, guys, go have fun. What are you talking to me for? Go have some fun. Spring break. Yeah, spring break. Yeah. Right. As we walk away, I'm like, we got a quest, guys. 
we're going to make sure the management of this hotel treats their workers better. All right. So you guys walk yourselves over to this. There's there's like this large hill covered in these like purple flowers. And as you get closer to the hill, you start to feel this like, I can only call it like a tickling sensation. (laughs) The image in front of you starts to sort of warble. And all of a sudden it, it goes clear. And in front of you is this large white building, um, intricately carved in this beautiful manicured garden in the front. And then the piece de resistance is this giant guitar made out of flowers, just like in the front lawn of the hotel. Oh, that's so very fancy. That's why it's called the Rock and Roll it's Hotel It's all making fits now. There's something really weird about this place, right? I mean, yeah. my, my first question is, why did you use a different name? I got very nervous. I don't I like... Use being on registries. Yeah, Johnstone. Okay. Yeah, right? That's I mean, one of that's my many fair. code names. No, I almost said something. Oh, I got very, yeah, I was going to say something, I, but not in front of Bubbly. Look, I just don't want anyone to put my name on a list. I just want full transparency from the beginning. Oh, I think that's I want no very, very fair. So that makes <laughs> Clearly. Sense. All right, all right. Let's not start off our uh, Exactly. Vacay. Let's enjoy this. Let's get wasted. Let's eat some food. What do you say, boys? Mm, down. Okay. Who's currently manicuring the lawn? Is it Bobby? Is he already oh, out there trimming Bobby. the hedges? <laughs> yeah. No. As you walk in, you turn, oh. you see Bobby with a hose, no, and he's spraying, he's spraying the garden. We get to the elevator, we open it, and it's Bobby. No. <laughs> he's like, okay, oh, this God. is a whole different problem. Then there's multiple Bobbies. Yeah, there's multiple uh, Bobbies. Well, what do you want to do? Do you want to go? I, we could kind of skip through like the, the, you checking in, you're putting your, the, go to your room and like dropping your stuff, and like I assume you want to explore the hotel. Yeah, I said wasted in food, but we can do whatever. Yes. The, the hotel has, uh, it's not super large, but it has a few areas of note. There's the sort of like main common area, which is the sort of like what you expect from like a normal all-inclusive resort. There's like the big pool and- Is it an infinity <laughs> pool? Does it go on forever? <laughs> there's a big pool and there's a bar. Why are you avoiding that question? <laughs> No, there is there the the infinity pool is actually super cool. Do you want to go? Do you want to go check <laughs> I it out? I want you to tell me <laughs> what's super cool about it. Okay, so you guys go check out the pool area. All right. Okay, fine. So you get there and it's it's still early. It's still like midday, so the party isn't raging yet. So a lot mostly college aged kids. Frat boys kind of like partying. Uh, there's like a stage on one end of this area. It's empty right now, but there's there's instruments set up on it. And you also see like a group of halflings sitting under like an umbrella. There is a nice, there is a nice looking bar. It's like a tiki bar. There's like a little fairy behind the bar. She's like floating around and like pouring drinks. You see that there is a, a dwarf sitting at the bar, not really with anyone. He's just kind of sitting there nursing a beer. And he looks a little older for this crowd. There's a main pool, uh, just like what you expect from a normal pool. But then above that, there is a large sphere of water like hovering in the air and people are like swimming inside the pool or like around it and, and into it. And They can get inside the sphere? Yeah, the way to get into the sphere is that you see that there's like a water slide beside the bar at the front and people are, are getting in the water slide and it like shoots out and then up and then they like float down into the into this big sphere of water they're a lifeguard on duty this sounds <laughs> yeah it sounds so dangerous that is admittedly a really cool body of water that i would love to swim in but i'm scared i'm going to drown because i don't know how gravity works in there i'm terrified honestly yeah. it's beautiful to look at terrified but i think i want to go do it 
I've never been to a resort, so I run straight to the pool and cannonball in. <gasps> cannonball! Nice. I cast jump on him as he does. Oh, yeah. What does that do? It makes him jump three times as far if he wishes. <laughs> so I missed the pool. Or higher. <laughs> what I'm thinking is you will go up and make a big cannonball. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so you, you launch up in the air and yep. you come crashing down in the water and just create this huge cannonball. And, yep. and then you soak these uh, three girls that are sort of like <gasps> hanging out go. by the edge of the pool for sunbathing. And they say, oh my, stop it. Oh my God. And I Jesus. come out of the pool with my hair wet. <laughs> and I wave it around. And I, and I try my best. I try my best to throw some game at them. And I say, hey, hey, ladies. Uh, uh, I'm I'm Mar Marlin. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> the game is an apology. <laughs> he has no game. No, no, that's yeah. actually a very good game. Is a sincere apology. Yeah, exactly. Let's see how good your game is. Let's roll for this. Uh, <laughs> give me a charisma charisma check. Straight charisma. An eight. Uh, they're just kind of like ignore you. I told you, man. <laughs> I'm still trying to find myself, man. They just hear you talk. They hear you hear them talking about like, ah, oh, guy, he's like ruined my hair. Oh my god, he's so annoying. I mean, women can sometimes be so stereotypical to the way males view them. I mean, this is a real good stereotype. Yeah, do they? You say that to them? No, I was just, I was, I was just reading. Saying it to herself. Yeah, I was reading. You just happen <laughs> to think reading. about men's stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She puts the men's stereotype pamphlet back near exactly. the other She's stuff like, for like hang gliding and other stuff that you can do at the resort. I don't think I'll take that course. I already know that one. I, I lived through that truth. Yeah, paragliding sounds fun. Uh, they go back to reading their their books that they're reading, and you notice they're reading like schematic book. Like they look like they're reading like blueprinty kind of schematic books. Oh, ladies, those books look completely interesting. Are they are they a good a good read? Oh my god, these are so amazing. She launches into a, a whole thing about like particle physics and just a, a lot of sciencey stuff and you find out that they're all engineering students. Yeah, what are you guys doing here? Like what's your what's your fab? Like what's overthrow the management? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, boys, let, let, let's keep a positive vibe here, okay? We're getting a little bit too into it. Um, don't mind them, ladies. They're just, you know, a little nervous, but I'm, but I'm sure they'd love to, Sorry. you know, maybe maybe play a little little game or maybe we can play some Marco Polo in the pool. Oh, I love that game. So much fun. Have you, do you guys like to party? Oh, yes, we love to party. All right, well, that, see that guy by the bar over there? And she points at yeah. the dwarf that you saw soon. Mm. Oh, Pants Man. Yeah, I'll see him. totally hooked up, though. Whoa. So okay. we, we, bought, we bought a little from him earlier. What's, and what, what's he hooked up to? Is he, is he in a shackle? Does he need help? I pat Sheila on the shoulder. <laughs> she, rolls her, she rolls her eyes at you. And then she's just like, he's got, he's got like drugs. Just like, he's got oh, drugs. Okay. And I kind of shush Sheila and I say, come on, play it cool, man. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Sorry. Does he got a name? His name's like Zane. Zane. <laughs> He's so hooked up. He got us the best shit earlier. I think I'm still tripping right now. Uh, yeah, let's, oh, I would happily go do a drug deal. Bertrand's like, he, he wanders oh, shit. over. Bertrand, hi. Oh, hi, Betty. I didn't get you a drink. I'm so sorry. He, he's like, oh, no problem. I was just checking out the uh, paraphernalia room. It's quite something back There's there. There's a paraphernalia room? Oh, my goodness. Yes, from uh, all the famous um, artists that have visited this establishment over the years. It's quite impressive. Wow. I might write a poem about it later. Oh, my goodness. I would love to read it. Oh, okay. And then he he wanted, he's like, I'm going to check out the spa. And he and he kind of like leaves to like 
just leaves you guys. Oh, the spa. Bye, Bert. What do you guys want to do? I uh, want to go to Zane. Yeah, let's go talk to Zane. Yeah, we stroll over to Zane. Mm-hmm. Do, do you want to party? You guys want to? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm here to party, man. Okay, I'll tap him on the shoulder politely. He kind of flinches as you tap him. Sorry, I didn't mean to startle you. He says, um, um, just I was thinking about something. Oh, no sweat. Uh, we all like to think from time to time. You okay, bud? Yeah, he kind of snaps out of it and turns you. Oh, yeah. Um, you like to party? I do like to party. We do. Oh, yes. We are big party. Oh, Mr. Zane. Mm-hmm. Nice to meet you, Zane. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Zane. <laughs> Hi. Let's, uh, let's go for a little walk then, shall we? Oh, sure. Um, as we walk, I say, so look, I'm interested in two things. Uh, obviously something to make us go out of our minds with pleasure, but also um, anything that might um, make someone more apt to tell the truth, if you have anything like that. Mm. Yeah, I don't have that on me, but I could get, I could get you some Yeah, I would love that. I'll make sure you're uh, well compensated. Okay, nice. Um, what's your name? Johnstone. Sheila turns to Marlon, whispers, oh, I'm I don't know about this. I don't feel good. Are you okay? Do you feel nervous? No, I'm trying to think of a fake name to give him. Okay, me too. <laughs> Maybe I'll be Bon Bonjo. But, okay. Bonjo. Uh, so Zane pulls you aside to sort of like a shady corner, which is really not that shady. Just like under a nice like it's protected from a, the sun. A, umbrella. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. It's shaded. <laughs> a shaded corner. He's got little vials. He's got little vials with cork stoppers on them, and then he's got these like, little mushrooms that are like spotted red. Polka dot spots. Oh, so cute. Um, and now is this considered a snack? Do I get, is this unlimited? I don't have to. I'm not affiliated with the hotel. <laughs> Bobby and I have an arrangement. He lets me in and I sort of provide a service. I look wide eyed at these two and say, well, Bobby, huh? Looks like he's okay with playing against the rules once in a while. I think he is, yeah. He might be more apt to overthrowing the system than we initially Okay, thought. relax on the system throwing for a second, John. Okay. okay, just give yourself <laughs> one second away from it. You're on holiday for crying out loud. Relax I know. while he's working. You, you look and you see Bobby is like on a hoverboard with that huge <laughs> long, like those pool like scrapers. And he's just like scraping <laughs> out the infinity pool while he hovers around. <laughs> what gets in there? <laughs> Birds like flying. <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Birds, dirt, feces, you know, whatever. Feces? What? We are not going in there. Exactly. We're pool. definitely not going in there. So he basically explains that he has two drugs for sale. He has wild magic mushrooms, and this other vial is called uh, Dragon's Breath. <gasps> Dragon's Breath. This is essentially the essence of a fairy dragon. If you huff this. <laughs> You will scent, you will get feelings of extreme euphoria and bliss. Oh, yeah. that sounds lovely. Like Pretty much it. Just a, it's just a good time. What got you into the drug trade? He ignores you and he <laughs> uh, pulls out the mushrooms. That's a phrase you're going to say a lot this podcast. <laughs> he ignores you. These are wild magic mushrooms. If you eat these mushrooms, you're tapping into the magic of the Fey Wild. It's, oh. They're a little unpredictable. Oh. The magic of the Fey Wild is is untamable. It's called. That's why it's wild. Oh, I love that. That's why when you take it, this they call it the Yay Wild. Oh, Marlon, you sweet, Guys? you sweet boy. I pat Marlon on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, like uh, uh, I've I've seen people fly when they took this. I've oh. seen people um, just get the strength of like twenty people. Oh. You weren't uh, taking it. I don't like to. I don't like to dip into my own splash. Why not? 
Because they are, you know what they say in the drug trade. Yeah, what do they say? What do they say? Yeah. Don't take. Oh, okay, quite. Okay. Catchy phrase. Very catchy, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> That's, it's just, uh, Don't take. I like that. Straight to the point. No guff. How about a little sample? You guys seem pretty cool. Oh, a sample. Free? Is, yeah, is this, is this a free sample? sampling the mushrooms? Yeah, I'll yeah. give you, how about you guys, I'll give you half, uh, half, a, half a shroom each. Sure, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. Oh, absolutely. God. Last On the house. Okay, that's very exciting. Yeah. Last time I sampled something was ice cream at the local ice cream shop. And, oh, my God, couldn't tell the difference between mint pistachio and just regular pistachio. So I had to get both. I just – I just – oh, sorry. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> I will have half a mushroom, please. Oh, God. Am I doing the right thing? No, I am. I am. As you said, John, it's my time to shine. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. on vacation. I'm ready to get a little wild. We're in this together, right, guys? Yeah, exactly. Are you a student – Oh, yes, I am. Okay. Zane, listen, just because I am a little bit older than the, the demographic in this gorgeous hotel doesn't mean that I'm not a student, okay? I've, I've found my path later on in life. And I'll have you know I'm just a student, eh, as these two boys right here, okay? Hmm. You're like one of those uh, mature students. Um, I don't like to go by that name, okay? I don't, I don't see age as, a, as, as an issue. I just like to go by student, okay? No, no mature, please. No, no M word on there. I don't like it. She's really sensitive about her age, sir. Thank you. I am. Zane, sir. You have, you have, you have offended me. Can I get an, an, an offended discount? Can I get a full one, please, on, on the you house? You want a discount for free? Yeah, I want a discount for free. I do, John. Listen, Mr. Zane, you've offended me and I think I deserve a whole one. <laughs> I slap my forehead. Uh, roll, I guess roll a persuasion, Jack. Okay, let's try. <laughs> You're like intimidating him into giving exactly. you more for free. She's offended. 17. That's pretty damn good roll. <laughs> All right, look, I'm sorry. Are you like, are you like one of them's like stay-at-home moms um, kind of thing? Like, well, it's going back to school? Yes, um, that's exactly my backstory. How did you know? <laughs> Just into it. What's oh. on those note cards you've got there? <laughs> yeah. Yes. How many kids you got? I've got two twin boys. He nods. I also got two boys. You know what? I respect what you're doing, lady. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. And he hands you a vial of dragon's breath. <gasps> I appreciate you saying very much so. Thank you. Look, I got some business to attend to. I still haven't got my sample, sir. Yeah, do we do we all get do we all get half mushies? Can I, can I get? Uh, yeah, he hands you a sample of. Thank you, and I okay. scarf it down. Does she get it as well? Yeah, you got your vial of dragon's breath, and, and you I, have half, half a, a mushy. Half a mushy. Okay, great. Love that journey for me. And all right, well, Marlon took one, so let's see what happens. Ooh, here we go. Um, go ahead and give me a d6 roll, please. I. I to, do you want me to roll too? Are you guys all taking it right now? Um, yeah, I had taken mine. Why Bottoms not? Up. Right? Why not? I thought, I'll take the shroom with you guys. Three, one, six. Interesting, Sheila. You start to feel like your blood just kind of like rushing, and your heartbeat picks oh. up. Uh oh. And oh no. You take a, a step forward, and you're just like super fast. Oh, hello, legs. And then you kind of take a few more steps and you're like insanely fast. You boys, are boys, like boys, boys, look, 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 zooming. Look, you can like look, zoom look, around look, the bar. Look, look. Oh my God, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Go. Look at me. Go. Look at me. Look, 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 look. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my My sketches are on fire. So you're, you're just, yeah, you're tweaking on the, like, it's almost like a super caffeine overdose, but also like you 
you're so quick. Okay, who am I? Oh my God, this is amazing. Look at my sketches go. I'm just burning around the floor. Here we go, here we go. Oh my God, this is the best day of my life. I'm the time of my life. I'm tripping. Let's go. And uh, Marlon, you, we're going to get you to roll on the wild magic table. Uh-oh. Which is, I need you to roll me a D100. Ooh. You got it. So you got a... 69. Nice. Yes. Hey, see, I knew it. I knew this was the right school to go to, man. Oh, that should be the bonus number for this podcast. The, bon- the boner number? Pull on the same page. Yeah. All right, Marlon, you rolled a 69. Sheila, where are you right now, actually? What, are you just I'm, hovering I am, around them? Just like I, no, up? I am like making laps around the pool okay, right you're, now. <laughs> you're, you're running laps around the pool. Yep. Your legs like, are going to be so sore. Oh, yeah. I'm you're going like, to wake up with a Charlie horse. Exactly. Like, like a dog with the zoomies, basically. Yeah. I'm Splashing like, water back on those girls. <laughs> exactly. I'm, j- I'm just like, I'm power walking like you've never seen someone move um, ever before. Elevere, you look at Marlon uh, and then you just see him disappear in front of you and I assume that's me that I'm like oh no the drugs are making me lose my friends <laughs> and Marlon you look at Elevere and you see him disappear <laughs> in front of you John St- I, uh, Elevere <laughs> can I hear him you can hear him yeah Elevere where'd you go man Wh- uh, where'd you go what I'm right here okay put your hand out in front of you and I put my hand out in front of me. I don't do we, see. Do we touch anybody? Yeah, eventually you you touch each other. As each All right, we, we hold on to oh. each other. Oh, thank God. Okay, thank God. <laughs> so yeah, you guys are both invisible. All right. Well, let's go up to the owner's office then, right? It's <laughs> the only thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the perfect opportunity. <laughs> like that's the only activity to do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know this guy selling drugs outside of your pool? <laughs> made us disappear. And we're pissed. We are pissed, man. Also, let's talk about the hours that Bobby has to work. That I am very concerned about. It's inhumane. Sheila, you, you turn back at the bar, you see both of them are gone. Hello, boys, 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 where were my boys? Oh, just, they were here a second ago, now they've gone. Oh, bloody boys, have you seen, like, a little guy on a tall, lanky-looking guy? Have you seen him around anywhere? Because they were just here just before, and I walked right by them. Oh, no, friends, I've lost them. Uh, it's the, two, like, some of the frat guys are, like, swimming in the pool, and they yell at you, like, Hey! Hey, you, come over. Come oh, over here. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Oh, hello, boys. Okay, Sheila's distracted now. She's totally into the into the, the frat guys with their shirts off and their, their muscles. One guy gets out of the pool and sits on the edge, and he's just like mm. glistening. And oh. as you see his like six pack abs, oh. just kind of water trickling down through his abs. Do you count your macros, you bad boy? Hey, you mind uh, you mind putting some lotion on my back? Wow, oh, I, I love those bubble muscles. Um, yeah, I mean, let's just say if I if I scratch your back, you can scratch mine. <laughs> oh, yeah, you need some lotion on you too. Look, I'll do you first, okay? And then I start like putting the the suntan. David, can you describe it? Sunscreen on his back. It smells of coconut. Mm, my favorite fruit. It's SPF 15. Not not very sun safe. I didn't want you to describe the ingredient <laughs> list. I meant describe her putting it on his muscles. I don't care about the bottle. It's SPF 15, so you know that they're risky and daring. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh um, he's got 
A beautifully chiseled back and shoulders. Oh, I could say you've been doing your pull-ups. No back hair at all. Oh, thank God. Unlike my husband who has full back hair. As you rub the lotion on his arms, you just feel like his biceps just like flexing. Oh, tr- little tricep in there while I feel that. Mm. As you get in the crevices of the of the bicep and then like oh. your finger goes in the armpit. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, sorry, Mark. I had like, a little slippery whoa, finger. Whoa, okay. Sorry, I make sure your pits are all, you know, sunscreened up, love. You should, you should, you're, you should party with this. Can I call you babe? <laughs> um, uh, well, um, I mean, what should I call you? They call me the badger. Oh, badger. Okay, you can call me babe. I'll call you badger. Nice to meet you. I'm babe. Hey babe, why don't you come and why don't you come swimming with us? Okay, sure. I mean, do you mind? Look, I've I've only got a I've I've got my knickers on and I've got this white t-shirt on. Is, is that allowed to swim? Is that okay? Uh, it's up to you. Where would you want? Okay, man? let's do it. Spring break. Hey, she she like takes off her boiler suit and like she's got a white t-shirt on, like white underwear. Okay, race it to the end. I I could probably beat you actually right now. So uh, the you know if if I get uh, to the end of the infinity pool and back before you, you have to buy me an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this you're on. Frack guy. And he gets. They go and they all run for the slide. I guess you guys are running for the slide. Woo! Go! Okay, following you. Uh, they, they all run over and you guys run and jump into this slide and it shoots you uh, ah! forward and twists around and around and around like a corkscrew and I'm then like vomit. shoots you straight up oh in the air. You, as you pass this like statue of a gnome mm-hmm. at the top of the slide, like it like some magic comes out of its fingertips and like you feel uh, lighter all of a sudden. Oh. And you like s- start floating oh, down. Nice from the air up towards this like big sphere of water in the middle. I've got him nervous. Um, you see the buff frat boys beside you kind of like just backstroking in the air as they Hold me, Badger, hold me. He comes over and he kind of like, yeah, holds you. Oh, it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm having like a sexual fantasy over here. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, this- Paul and I leave? <laughs> exactly, like what is going on? Are we like- <laughs> Cut to uh, what is Marlon and uh, Elevator doing? Well, I would like, to we're go gonna, find yeah, we're going the, to owner. To yeah. the owner. I, I'm not going to complain about the <laughs> drugs. I'm using this opportunity to find out who this guy is because oh. we're invisible. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> that. You can have the, you want to have a complaint. That's totally fine. But this, You're saying this to each other, right? This, yeah. This, yeah, is, this is how we're talking. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I want to go find this guy. So let's go find his office. Okay. Okay. So we go to the administrative pavilion. Okay, great. The admin offices are on the top floor yeah. of the building. So you make your way through the staircases yeah. and you walk your way up. Uh, you see... Is this a crowded... How many people are here? Like, is there like hundreds of people? There's like 50 people. Okay. Okay. In this hotel. Right now, it's not super packed yet. But like, there's probably like 20 people at the pool. And then you see some people walking in the hallways. You hear some sex noises uh, in some of the rooms as you walk <laughs> by. <laughs> And the whole time, is holding my hand because I can't see him. And you make your way to the top floor, and you pass Bobby on the stairs. He's vacuuming the stairs uh, as you... <laughs> I resist patting him on the shoulder. Like, I don't hey, God. Oh, he doesn't see he you. Doesn't yeah, see he, yeah. <laughs> he can feel he's, you. He's singing to himself. He's like, I'm a monkey man. I'm a monkey, monkey man. Yeah. I'm a monkey man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a monkey man. Yeah. And you Is that the co- That's got to be the chorus. <laughs> I think it's the, the whole the song. Verse, yeah, it's the like, whole song, like I'm blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you make your way uh, to a door that at the top of the stairs, and it says staff only. Open it. Uh, it opens. Yeah. 
Yeah. Up here, it's not quite as nice uh, as the rest of the hotel. Looks a little bit more run down, like it hasn't been painted in a while. And you see a long hallway and there's a, a few sets of doors and you see like maintenance and cleaning and uh, you see management and then you see a sign at the end of the hallway on this, this sort of like larger door that says, just says Carlos on it. There we go. <laughs> now that, that's an answer. I close the door behind us and make sure mm -hmm. it's in. And then we Please. go down to Carlos's door and yeah. uh, I just open it. We're, we're invisible. Except it's locked. Huh? I give it a knock. And I like lean up against the wall, but I guess you can't see me, so I like shove you up against the wall too. <laughs> there is no answer when you knock on the door. Okay. Um I don't have any lock changing things, do you? I have actually I think I do. Holy shit. As a transmutation student, I will look at this normal wooden door. Yep. Great. I will with my finger trace a one foot square on it and then I will put my fingers upon the wood and I will use my minor alchemy ability which I can change the physical properties of one non-magical object changing it from one substance into another Ooh. so instead of the whole door I'm just doing this piece of wood here I will make it of silver you're turning a square of the door into silver yes okay I'm assuming that once it does it won't be bonded to the wood and I can just push the silver oh cool Marlin, you just see out of nowhere the uh, uh, this silver square appear into the door. You kind of push on it. It doesn't immediately yeah. push in. Marlin, my strong friend, do you want to punch that silver through the wood, please? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I can do that. Use, use your muscles. I, however, and I show him, I roll up one of my sleeves and show him my scrawny arm. But he can't but see anything. But I can't anything. see you. <laughs> I roll the sleeve back down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say, give me a strength check. 19. <laughs> um, 19, yeah, it just, and just pops and clanks on the ground. And you're able to uh, reach in. An invisible and hand in and unlock, unlock the door. Unlock it. The door swings open as you unlock it, and you walk into this sort of kind of swanky office. There's like green velvet chairs and couches. Are and there windows down into the pool? There's no windows in this okay. in this office. You do see bookshelves and filing cabinets and lots of like paintings and you see a, like a whole cigar collection mm. uh, in there. It smells like tobacco. You see a cigar actually in the ashtray and it's it's still kind of smoldering. It's still smoking. Is this the only door in this room? It's the only door into the room that you see. I'm still standing outside because I didn't realize that uh, elevator went in. <laughs> the door opened. Are you looking? <laughs> uh, I start looking through the books and see if I can find anything of note. Anything that catches my eye. Yeah, give me an investigation roll. Absolutely. 17. Ooh. With that roll, you find it's kind of hidden in the bookshelf is like a file folder. Mm -hmm. um, looks like it was like tucked in between some books. Mm -hmm. uh, and you pull that out and you, you see some paperwork from the uh, Ministry of Extraplanar Affairs. Okay. You also see a letter 
that's sort of like handwritten letter in there and has like a seal as well. It's like a black, black circle in front of a white circle. It's like a drawn symbol on the paper and then just written in the middle of the paper is today's date and a time on it, 8 p.m. I look at my wristwatch, which is invisible, and I'm like, uh-oh. At this point, it's, <laughs> at this point, it's like six o'clock, so it's like two hours away. I memorize the seal. And I put it back. Yeah. What are you doing while he's doing that, Marlon? I'm kind of pulling at things because I'm thinking there's like some sort of secret passage. All right, give me an you give me an investigation roll, you. Oh, you. Seven. Ooh. You pull all the different books off uh, of the shelf and you don't find uh, any secret passage. Damn it. Put them back on the shelf. He's going to know someone was <laughs> Shit, here. you're right. So I start pushing them back. Yeah. Oh, no. Some of them, and then like a bunch of them fall on the floor oh, uh, as you're doing that. And as you do that, you hear a voice. I'm a monkey man, monkey man. I'm a going, going to be a monkey, monkey oh, shit, man. Shit, it's Bobby. You hear Bobby's voice like kind of right through the door. I'm going to take the silver, put it back into the slot, and cast Mending, which is a cantrip that puts things back together. Okay, nice. And then I can stop making it silver at will. Let's get out of here before this wears off. We don't know how long these mushrooms last. No, we only took half. Yeah, they're starting. You, you can feel them starting to wear off. But there was no... Um, there's no ledger of the business or anything like that. How many employees he has, what he's paying them. Yeah, on the inside his desk, you find a you find a ledger. Yoink. Uh, taking. You're just taking it. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go back to my room and crack it open. You can for the next hour. Okay. Yeah. You I, can party. I follow him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. You don't have to. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> At this point, I'm all in, man. And we'll cut to Sheila. Uh, at the slide. What is Sheila doing oh, in the pool? See, I told you, told you I beat you. <laughs> told you, I'm so fast. You guys are sitting poolside. You've got drinks now maybe. Yeah. And he's kind of like sitting really close to you and is kind of oh, like, wow. like flirting with you. And he's told you that mm -hmm. um, he comes here every year. He's come here every year since he was 16. And Sheila's kind of giving a bit of her backstory, you know, telling him that she's from like a mining town and... You know, he's like, oh, well, where are you? Where are you from? Where are you from, babe? Um, I'm from uh, the Silver Coast, the lovely. Well, it's not very exotic, but the Silver Coast. What is? What's in the Silver Coast again? Um, so there's the big ore, which is a huge clump of ore that's above the ground. Um, you know, it's it's quite. It, some people say it's an eyesore. Uh, others say it's uh, a work of a work of natural art. So it's beautiful. It's like, whoa, that's not the only thing beautiful from the Silver Coast. Oh, my God. Betcha, you, you and your little flirtatious nature. I mean, you're, you're so con. I just love partying with you. It's just, it's, it's such a good time. I've, I've never let myself go like this. And, you know, this is my time to shine, as I keep saying. And look, I don't know where my friends have gone, but I'm sure they'll pick me up soon. But I've this is just so great. Tonight, I'm ready to get wild. Yeah, we should party tonight. I mean, I'm, I'm nervous about it, but I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready, Badger. I'm ready. He's like, yeah, me too. Look, I'm, look, I'm going to go out. I'm going to have a shower. Okay. And uh, why don't you meet me down here by the pool, 8 o'clock? Oh, 8 o'clock. Okay. Call it a date. I mean, I am married, just FYI, but look, look, look a platonic kind of sexy, flirty date. Oh, yeah, I don't judge. Okay, cool. Neither do I. Half off. All right, babe. Okay, Badge. 
Wear something nice. Oh, I'll, I'll wear my finest attire. Let's fast forward. Let's fast forward to eight o'clock. Okay. Bertrand is not with you. Nowhere to be found. Told him that to meet you here at eight o'clock, mm-hmm. and he was. He said he was going to go take a nap. Sheila, you're you're I've, dressed I'm, and ready. Yeah, I've, I'm looking great. Ready to party. You guys have been pouring over this book. You can you can tell from your research that. The Paragon used to be a thriving, profitable establishment. You, th- these books go way back. You also learned that there seems to be like a substantial sum of money recently kind of deposited into the uh, hotel. Wow, wow, wow. And it, it's just marked with the letter M next to it. The, the note that we had just had a location, or just had a time. It had no location, right? No location. We were meeting. Uh, I mean, I, I need to see Badger. Boy. So yeah, Badger, Badger told me to meet me uh, meet him here. The Badger by the Pool is a good chapter name. Yeah, exactly. Badger by the Pool. Badger told you to meet him at the uh, Galazi River. Mm-hmm. That kind of goes in around the hotel grounds. Yep. And you ask around about the Lazy River, and you find out that there is a a portion of it where it kind of goes through a tunnel. And that's kind of like locally known as just like make out tunnel. I love tunnel. God, I'm so nervous. Okay, I'm going to meet him. So you guys, uh, you go down to meet with your... Badger? With Badger. Yeah. He's like, hey, babe, I got our tube already. Oh, I don't know if I can fit on that with you, you big big hunk of chunk. He's like, nah, come on here, babe. Get on here. Oh, God. And she like slips and slides and like the cellulite is like wedging up her pants and like <laughs> just like you don't feel comfortable. It's like you're, she's totally squished next to Badger in like a very uncomfortable way. Right. But he's got he's got his kind of his arm around you. Yeah. It sounds like and when she got into the tube, it sounds like she was constantly fighting <laughs> when like skin hits those like rubbery yeah, surfaces. Like, squeaky bits. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, oh, no, I'm not. You know, sorry about that. Oh, Badger, just oh, move. Oh, God, so muscly, so hard. So he pushes you <laughs> off the wall and, he, and you start kind of like there's a current to the lazy river and it starts yeah. kind of floating down. Yeah. He's got drinks for you guys. Oh, God. Well, he's 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 well prepared, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, he's very well. He knows where he's, he's going. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's done this before. Exactly. Uh, this is his first rodeo. What are you guys doing while she's on her lazy river? We're right? going to... Oh, did we not want to go as well? I know we want to give them some space, but like maybe 50 yeah. yards behind. You can get your own tubes and go on the lazy river too and just... Well, we have nothing... I guess maybe... Yeah. Aren't we trying to figure out what's happening at 8? Well, yeah, but it's eight right now. We don't know where. The problem is that with time, there's also space. So I just don't know where to be at 8. So, I mean... We can be by the pool. Or Marlon can come up with this idea of like, we go to Bobby and we're like, hey man, we've heard. Uh, oh yeah, any events we, tonight? We've heard, yeah, yeah we've heard, you know, a lot of people talking about some big event happening at eight, man. He's like, yeah. The uh, Oh, hey, what? Jesus, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, where did you come from? <laughs> Bobby just pops out. <laughs> Who are you, Batman? He's just trimming the hedges but, yeah, exactly. but right behind you. Uh, he pops Four up. more hours left on your shift, man. <laughs> you got this, I'm Bobby. so eager for you to go home and get some rest. <laughs> He's like, oh, got four more hours. Like, oh, dude, I'm so tired. Oh, I'm really tired. Yeah, man, there's an event happening. You were right about that. You guys didn't know? <laughs> no, that's why they got no. We you. got no events. <laughs> Fuck are my notes. Uh, he's like looking through his notes. He's like looking. Th- he pulls out a book and he's like, oh, I forgot. There's a band playing uh, tonight, and they're called the. Uh, um. <laughs> he's tired. Bobby, wake up! Wake up! <laughs> he's a falls asleep. Yeah, he falls asleep. He's, I lightly slap him. He falls in a helpful, asleep. not harmful. He way. just falls asleep, standing up. 
All right, I looked through his book of notes to see who's playing. Oh, God. I was hoping you'd leave him alone. Uh, <laughs> I need the name of the band, all the band members, their instruments, and their f- top five songs. You look through it, and you see that the band's called The Crystal Canyon. Um, and you and you see on the stage that the band is like kind of like getting on stage and like start tuning their instruments, and they're getting ready to perform. As the uh, singer like steps to the mic, and he sort of like plays the first chord of his guitar... Sheila, you uh, you hear two things. You yeah. hear the sound of a guitar up ahead as you guys are approaching the makeout tunnel. Wing. And then you hear someone screaming inside the tunnel. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Help me. Help me. Help me. And you hear like, and then you hear like a sound, like a sound of like something hitting flesh potentially. And <gasps> the sound just stops. Holy shit, babe. What the hell? What? What just what what the hell, babe? Get off the tube! Get off the tube right now! She just like she jumps off the tube. You hear the sound of okay. coming from the tunnel and in front of you. It's completely like dark all the all the all the way down. Like I can't see into the tunnel at it's, all. It's completely dark in there. Okay, so Sheila's gonna make a little ball of light. Uh, she's gonna use one of her cantrips because why not? So she's gonna create um, light. Great. So you make a ball of light in your hand. Yeah, exactly. As you approach the tunnel, you see deflated, ripped apart tube. You see those uh, two engineer girls, uh, one of them lying on the ground, basically unconscious and bloodied. And the other one is hugging the wall in, in the water and she's just kind of crying. And then in the darkness, you see these two sets of eyes looking at you. And as they approach you, you see the creatures that have like claws they look like crazy crab things, uh, like like a rat mixed with a crab. It snarls at you and it lunges for the woman who's in the water. And that's where we're going to leave it for today. We finally met Carlos. <laughs> Carlos the crab. <laughs> the rat crab. Okay, that was episode number one. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. We've got a lot of great episodes lined up for you. If you enjoyed what you heard, feel free to leave us a review. Five-star reviews help tremendously to get the word out. You can follow us on Twitter at WildWizardPod. Thanks for tuning in, and you have yourselves a great day.